Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. I'm so glad that you're tuning in and listening and pray that your day is going well, praying that you are growing in your walk with the Lord. And uh, if you don't know Jesus, let me encourage you to uh, seek him out. And if we could be any of assistance in that, please, please let us know in some way or another. Uh, you could leave us a comment on Podbean or you can connect with us at Guarding the Well on Facebook. And we would love to talk to you about Jesus, but we're so grateful for each and every one of you that tune in and listen. And uh, we're, we're, we're grateful and thankful for that. And we're in uh, our uh, little series called Unsung Heroes. And last week's episode, we looked at a man from the Old Testament uh, named Benaniah. And this week, we're going to be looking at somebody that is uh, a little bit more known than Benaniah was, but is not often talked about or looked upon or studied as much as we might want to or or we should. And there's a reason for that. And her name is Mary. And yes, I know I am using Mary as an unsung hero. And it might kind of sound like uh, what are those oxymorons when you say jumbo shrimp. Uh, Mary is in many circles, not unsung. Uh, Most people know about Mary because she gave birth to Jesus, but I wanted to use her because oftentimes Mary is not looked upon in the way that she ought to be. There is, and and we're not going to get into it in this episode, but there's a lot of false teaching uh, in and around uh, Mary. Uh, There is a exaltation of Mary that is not right, that is not godly, that is not biblical. And because of that, uh, one of two things often happens when it comes to Mary. Either she is elevated too high, higher than Jesus uh, a lot of times, or the other side of the coin, She's not talked about at all, but I think we could go in the middle of all of that and give her uh, a proper godly honor and look at her and the life that she lived in a way that is uh, godly, that is honorable, that is respectable, that enables us to learn from such an amazing woman that uh, she was. She wasn't perfect. She even uh, says, as as you're going to see in a couple minutes, that she needs a savior, Um, but we can learn from her. And so uh, last week, our unsung hero was Benaniah, and in him, we saw that an unsung hero lives by faith and not by sight. And this week with Mary, the thing about Mary that I wanted to get across to you is that Mary, as an unsung hero, made it more about Jesus than herself. Uh, John the Baptist uttered the words, I must decrease, he, referring to Jesus, must increase. And John the Baptist said those words, and he did show that, and he did live that. But Mary does it as well, and she does it, and I, I don't know how she did it, because so let me give you this little bit of a, a, a background, if you would. Mary was most likely uh, a teenager. Uh, we'll say from the ages of 14 to 17, just for argument's sake, in and around that age, when she was she conceived, if you would, through uh, uh, the working of the Lord to 
have Jesus in her womb. And when Jesus was born, uh, Mary was married to Joseph, but they were only teenagers. And it is widely believed by many scholars that Joseph died young, that he he didn't live a long life. And scripture does tell us that Jesus had other brothers. So Mary and Joseph had other children. They had uh, boys and girls. And so there's a good chance that Mary, by the time she was 30, was a single mom with multiple children. And now we don't know that for sure, but it seems that Joseph is off the scene by the time Jesus is is 30, um, which would only put Mary in her early 40s uh, or mid 40s, if you would. And so picture being, and, and some of you live this, picture being, you know, maybe 30, 35, 40 years of age, a, a single mom with five, six kids, uh, maybe more. Um, I can't remember the number of kids off the top of my head, but that's not going to be an easy thing. And back in the day, um, you know, you needed to take care of yourself. There wasn't government programs like we have today that that would help and, and things along those lines. And Mary really lived out the idea, the principle that she must decrease, but Jesus must increase. And that is what unsung heroes do, and that, and that's something that God wants us to be doing, that we would decrease, but that Jesus would increase in our lives. Because one of the things that fascinates me about Mary is this, she could have made it about herself. Like, think about this. When Jesus was doing his earthly ministry, Mary, who had to take care of other kids, and they, and they are grown by, at that point, and, and a good chunk of them were, were, were older and things along those lines, but Mary still had to take care of herself. Um, you know, she could have put a sign out and said, hey, come meet Mary, the mother of Jesus, who heals the blind and walks on water and feeds the 5,000s. Come see her. You know, $1 to meet the mother of Jesus who's doing all of this to provide for herself. She could have done that. She could have made it about herself. Uh, Or even after Jesus died and rose again, think what Mary could have done. Come meet Mary, the mother of Jesus, who rose from the dead she could have done that. She could have exalted herself, but she didn't. Now, other people have done that to Mary, but she has, well, she did not do that to and for herself. Her whole life was about her kind of falling off of the scene, if you would, so that Jesus would be seen more, that the spotlight shifts from her to Jesus. That yes, Mary carried Jesus in her womb, gave birth to Jesus, raised Jesus, and in all of that, as with all mothers, there there is a proper honor and respect that needs to be and should be given, but eventually the spotlight shifted from her to Jesus, and she decreased, and Christ increased, and that's what it should be like in your life and in my life. That the people around us, the people that hear us, the people that live with us should see us less, hear us less. And I mean, I don't mean to lose your individuality or the way that you do things or the way that God has wired you or anything along those lines, but that in you, through you, the person in the work of Jesus Christ is seen and heard more and more and more. 
and it becomes more like Christ. But here's the question. How do we do that? How do we decrease and let Jesus increase in our lives? Well, there's two things about Mary that I'll share with you quickly over the next few minutes that stood out to me that I think enabled her to decrease and let Jesus increase. And one of the things that I think helped her make it about Jesus and not herself is this, that Mary was persistent. And what I mean by that is this, and I'll define the word persistent. Persistent means continually firmly continuing firmly in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. And I think Mary fits that. Do you know that Mary didn't know everything that was going to happen to Jesus? And I, I think we lose sight of this. And and I'm a, a parent. I have four children. And I don't know what's going to happen to my kids today. I, I don't know. Uh, when, when my first son was born, I didn't know he would spend his life in a wheelchair. Uh, my other son, you know, he broke his leg. I didn't know on the day he was going to break his leg. I didn't wake up going, okay, today is the day he's going to break his leg. And and so we don't know. Mary didn't know everything that was going to happen. She wasn't told everything. What Mary was told was, you're going to have a son. He's going to be the son of the Most High God. You're to give him the name Jesus. Well, that was to, to Joseph. And uh Mary was told, you know, he he will be on the throne of David. The throne of David will be given to him. But as Jesus was growing up, Mary had to connect the dots and figure things out. Mary, as far as I know, was never told that Jesus would stay back at the temple when he was, you know, about 12 years old and freak everybody out and have them come back looking for him. Mary was never told that her home church, their home church, was going to try to push her son off a cliff one day and kill him because he told them that he was the Messiah. Mary was never told that Jesus would be mocked and made fun of, right? Jesus grew up and people looked at him and, and, and said that your, your mom's like a prostitute. We don't even know who your dad is. And, and that's literally what the Jews thought of Mary, that she had, had slept with so many men, she didn't even know who Jesus's dad was. Mary didn't know Jesus was going to have to go through those types of things. Mary was never told that people would want to kill her son. She was never told that for years her son would be traveling all over the place and not have a, a, a firm home or that he would live off of what people would give to him for food and clothing and such. Mary was never told any of those things. She was never told that the religious leaders were going to try to, to put her son to death. Mary was never told any of that. She had to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And that strikes me. Because in the midst of walking through all of that, Mary was persistent. Trying to connect the dots and see these things and learn these things. She was persistent and she just kept connecting the dots. I read something on Facebook and so, you know, things on Facebook aren't always true. I I hope you know that. Uh, But it, it, it did get me to think. And what it was was this. It said this, if God showed us the whole picture, we would never take the first step. I'm like, I think there's some truth in that. If God had shown you the whole picture of your life, would you have taken the first step of following him? I, it gets hard when you, when you think about everything that takes place in life and go, would I actually follow Jesus into this if I knew this beforehand? See, Mary didn't, and, but yet she was persistent. 
She had to be persistent. Mary had to keep going. She had to keep putting things together. She had to keep watching and waiting and trusting the Lord in absolutely everything. Friends, for you to make more of Christ, it means that you need to be persistent, especially in our culture today. There's so many things that are, are that take place in life that are just hard, that are difficult, that we that we want to quit, that we want to give up. And it makes it hard for us to be persistent. It really does. I was I was just reading, I've been reading through Jeremiah in uh, my daily devotions. And one of the things that strikes me about Jeremiah is Jeremiah would hear the word of the Lord and he'd be out telling everybody the word of the Lord. But then you had these other prophets, if you would, and they would come up to Jeremiah and they'd go, that's not the message of God. God is saying this, you're wrong, Jeremiah. You're out of your mind, Jeremiah. And he had this opposition of everybody telling him that he was wrong, but he knew what God's word was. He knew what God's word said. But yet everybody was telling him that he was wrong. Have you ever been in that spot where it just seems that everybody is telling you that you're wrong, that God isn't real, that God doesn't say that, that that's not what God means, and all these different things. You need to be persistent because when you are persistent, it enables you to make more of Christ and less of you. That no matter what happens in your life, stay persistent to making it about Jesus. Those seasons and those trials are going to come, but you need to stay with Christ and you need to be persistent as you're putting the dots together, as you're taking those steps. I don't know where you are right now in life and I don't know what is going on, but I, I would encourage you to this. Don't quit on Jesus. Don't quit with Jesus. Don't give up on him. He hasn't given up on you. He's not going to give up on you. Be persistent with the aim of glorifying Jesus. In that, as you do that, you will make more of Christ in your life and with your life, and it is going to be worth it. But then there's another thing that really enabled Mary uh, to make it more about Christ and less about her. And I, I think the same could be said for her and I. And what that is, is, and this may surprise you, it's actually her love of Scripture. Did you know Mary loves Scripture? It doesn't come out and tell us that Mary loves Scripture. But as we read Scripture, it paints the picture to us that Mary loves Scripture, that she knew the Scriptures. She even wrote some of it. I'm going to read it to you. And you may know this, but uh, it's, it's Luke chapter 1. And it's verses 46 to verse 55. And this is known as Mary's song. And this is what she puts together, her worship, her praise of the Lord after finding out that she was going to, um, you know, have Jesus. And so... Uh, We read this, Luke chapter 1, verse 46 says, And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. 
from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. And that is Mary's song. That is the scripture that she wrote that Luke records for us. So I want you to picture this. Mary was just told that she was going to have a baby, that God was going to do a work in her, and she was going to conceive Jesus. So how old do you think Mary is? I told you at the start of this, that Mary probably had Jesus somewhere in the ages of 14 to 17. And she just wrote that. So think about it. Some, a 13, 14, 15-year-old girl just wrote that poem, that song, praising God. But that do you know in Mary's song, there are at least 15 references to the Old Testament in all of that. And what I just read to you, there's at least 15 references to the Old Testament. There is theology in her words. And I think it was the fact that Mary was rooted in the scriptures and the and in the God of scriptures that grounded her throughout her whole life. And it is that that guided her as she tried to put everything together. And I think is what the scriptures that gave Mary comfort to through all of it. And I really think because she knew the scriptures, she loved the scriptures, she desired the scriptures, and not just the scriptures, but the God of the scriptures that enabled her to make more of Jesus and less of herself. As you are rooted in the scriptures, what it enables you to do, what God's word does, is it it shapes you and changes you and molds you. It gets the rough edges off of you, and it actually does a work in you so that you start to decrease, but the God of the scriptures increases in your life. God's word gets rid of the, the pridefulness and the arrogance and the selfishness within us. And it, it makes room for the person and the work of Jesus Christ to shine through our lives. And we see that in Mary because of her love for God and his word. It did a work in her that enabled her and allowed her to make more of Jesus. Mary was an unsung hero because she was a godly woman, a godly mom that sought God and made it about Jesus. She wasn't perfect, but she tried to make it about the one who is perfect, and that is Jesus. So let me ask you, are you making it more about Jesus in your life or more about you? For you to grow in your walk with the Lord, it it means that you're going to need to make it more about Jesus than self. And and I'll tell you this right off the bat, none of us are perfect in that. We, We are going to fail at times. And this is one of those occasions where we need to realize that God wants us to be progressing in this, and he doesn't expect us to be perfect in this, on this side of heaven. But we do need progress. We do need to be growing in this. So let me ask you this. If you want to make it more about Jesus, Where and how do you need to be more persistent in your walk with Christ? And how much more love and devotion do you need to be giving to God's Word so that His Word would work in you and work through you so you can make it more about Christ? You can do it. Mary did it. You can do it because the same God that worked in her is working in you and wants to work through you and He wants to use you.
And so let me encourage you to live your life less about yourself and more about Jesus, because that's what we learn from the unsung hero, Mary. And if this has been a blessing to you, I pray that you would uh, subscribe or like and just give us uh, an update about yourself and just share with somebody else, whatever the case may be. And uh, we pray that you would have a great day. Take care.